0: What is Cafe Mocha? Cafe Mocha is experts,
1: celebrities. What's up? This is Belle Bib DeVoe. is Judy, Idris Elba. This is
0: Fantasia.
2: This is Invo. This is India Ari. So much more. All from a woman's perspective.
1: What
3: flavor are you,
2: baby? This is Cafe Mocha. On our mind this weekend, physical and mental health. I'm Angelique. This is Cafe Mocha. We've got Dr. Villanueva answering all the myths about the COVID vaccine. Plus, Michelle Williams of Destiny's Child has a book out on mental health we're talking to her we're gonna kick the show off on a light note with r&b singer kevin ross cafe mocha begins now it's cafe mocha angelique along with yo-yo on the line he is not saying at one but two of our salute them awards r&b singer kevin ross hey man how you doing hello I'm doing good
4: no complaints no complaints
2: your single looking for love is doing nicely are you excited
4: Yes, number 15 on the RB and b charts in five weeks. So God is good. And, um, you know, I'm just looking forward to just continuing to progress. So I, I thank everyone for supporting and, um, you know, just, just make sure you request at your radio stations and all that good stuff. And keep
1: streaming it as well. Tell us the process. How did you come up with this new single? Is there any writers we should watch out for? Or is this all you? It's produced by me.
4: And then uh, I actually had a, a co-writer by the name of Chase Farley from out of Cleveland, Ohio. Super duper talented. Um, so he helped me with the, with the hook. And then uh, from there, it was kind of one of those records that I had to live with and just really kind of build upon. Um, it's a very organic process. And you know, just kind of a, a modern love story in a sense where it's like, you know, nowadays it seems like it's hard to, to keep love around because there's so many different options. You know, there's no worse feeling than for you feeling like you're ready and the person that you're dealing with isn't you know, ready to go to that next level you know, then the question becomes, do you stay around and wait or do you, you know, keep it pushing? Right.
1: I feel the same way. I was just talking about that. You know, one thing I've been learning about this new generation, I'm, I'm in um, San Diego filming Love and Hip Hop, their family reunion. And I was talking nice. to one of my castmates talking about how to hold on to your relationship. You know, how so many people yeah. are w- willing to throw it in. So can you talk to us a little bit about your lyrics?
4: Well, looking for love lyrically, it's coming from a narrative of a man that's trying to be paid. Um, But also at the root of it, it's a level of accountability. You know, don't ask for something that you're not ready for. You know, you may say, hey, you know, I want, a, I want a man or I want a woman that's this, this, and that, and X, Y, and Z. You know, and then it's right in front of you and you don't trust it. or You don't believe it. Or you may not even actually be in the space to receive it. You know, it's kind of one of those telltale songs that kind of narrate what goes on in the dating world right now or well, at least you know one of many doors for
2: sure we we always be asking for stuff and then when we get it we'd be like well uh I mean that's not exactly what I was asking for <laughs> <next.">
5: <laughs> <laughs>
1: we're talking, talking to the the horse.
2: <laughs> I remember one time I was like God you know what I meant you think you funny
4: <laughs>
1: Yes. <laughs> but they always say you have to be specific. And that's so crazy that you're saying that, was So listen, we're talking
2: to r singer Kevin Ross. You hit the scene in a big way in 2016 with a song called Long Song Away. And, you know, whenever a new artist shows up, we think they just you know, out of the blue, there you are, overnight sensation. But you spent kind of years in the background writing and you come from a musical family. Can you
4: tell us a little bit about your story? Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, you know, my father and whole father's side of the family, they sing or play instruments and stuff like that. And so um, honestly, you know, by the time that I went to high school and college and all that stuff, I knew that I wanted to do music. I just didn't know, you know, in, in, in what capacity and, and how I could be of any use as far as within the industry. And mm-hmm. so um I decided to work my way from from back to front in the sense of writing first and writing and producing for some awesome people and just kind of say their names, say their names. Say their names, say their
2: names. Yes.
4: Um so Jamie Foxx, SWV, Trey Songz, wow. Nicki Minaj, Lil Wayne, Tank, Tony Braxton. It's, it's been it's, it's been quite a ride thus far. Um, I mean,
2: what's that and, like and, for and, you? Because you right. you really you still look like if Babyface was gonna have a uh, Babyface Junior, you yeah. still have that Babyface. <laughs> you still yeah. look like you're a young dude, so to say. I wrote for Tony Braxton. Right. I mean, yeah. how did that? Were you like in a studio and like, okay, Tony, go high here. Let me hit you hit that. I mean, <laughs> that
4: had to be crazy. Honestly, man, all credit um, to, due to Antonio Dixon. So um, I wasn't even there when Tony had recorded that particular record. Um, we had we'd actually did a session, and I remember it was like, it was a summer day, and he hit me, and he was just like, yo, what are you doing? And I was like, I'm, you know, chilling for the day. He was like, come to the studio. And we wrote this record called Sex and Cigarettes, and uh, he called me a couple months later, like, Tony cut it. And I was like, okay, cool. You know, you hear it so much of people cutting records that you're just like, okay, I don't, I don't know if this is going to, you know, materialize into anything, and then next thing you know, he's like, oh yeah, it's on the record, and, and the album's called Sex and Cigarettes, and now Grammy nominated, so it was like it was a very crazy experience in the sense of, you know, like indirectly working with Tony Braxton uh, and not even actually being in the studio, but just really going in there to make a record that, that felt like something, but it didn't necessarily have an intention of a home, so I'm grateful mm-hmm. that Pony cut
2: it. You indirectly got that money though, right? You you directly. <laughs> might have indirectly yeah, yeah, yeah,
4: worked with it, her, it, but you directly it, it, got that. Directly, <laughs> yeah, indirectly landed <laughs> to the account for sure. Indeed, indeed.
2: <laughs> Kevin, Kevin, we have to run, but we look forward to the day when the world opens up and we can yeah. see her in person and watch you perform live. But thank you so much for contributing to what we've been doing, and we support you, brother.
4: Thank you guys for having me. I really appreciate it.
1: Thank you so much. And good luck. Stay close. More Cafe Mocha is on the way. I'm Rocky Mosell with... This
2: is radio from a woman's perspective, but men can listen too. We call it Cafe Mocha on KBLA Talk 1580. I'm Angelique, along with my co-hosts, Lonnie Love and Yo-Yo. We still have a lot of people who are scared of getting the COVID vaccine. They have questions about the vaccine, the side effects. Hopefully, our next guest will be putting some of those questions to rest. Right now... Dr. Rachel Villanueva joins us from New York. She's an OBGYN at NYU and president of the National Medical Association. Welcome back to Cafe Mocha, Dr. Villanueva. It's Cafe Mocha, Angelique, Lani, Love, Yo-Yo, returning to Cafe Mocha, Dr. Rachel Villanueva from the National Medical Association.
5: How you doing? I'm doing pretty well. A little tired, but glad I made it alive. You know let's talk about
3: that because a lot of our health care workers because of covid and dealing with it are tired exhausted dr
5: villanueva what can we do to help our health care workers i think we can just talk to the people our friends people in our families that have not gotten vaccinated yet for them to get vaccinated i think that's what's making people tired they're still taking care of people around the clock that aren't vaccinated in hospitals now. So if we could get everyone vaccinated, then we could go back to a more normal life for everybody.
2: You're in New York, ground zero, you know, in America. You guys were hit really hard. Uh, How are things there now?
5: You know, New Yorkers, I think, um, have taken COVID-19 pretty seriously. People wear their masks inside, in subways. No one really wants to get sick and no one wants to get back to what we were uh, like before. I think getting vaccinated in our community is still a challenge, and so we're working really hard to make sure our community gets vaccinated, um, people get their children vaccinated that are of age right now, and that we get pregnant women vaccinated especially too.
3: Okay, let's break this down, because this is a Black radio show, and these Black it people... Is. No. Yeah, yeah, it is!
1: <laughs> we no. like Black
3: brown i mean we we don't discriminate when i say black i'm including everybody okay (laughs) but there's all these myths doctor and it's like first
5: of all does the vaccine put a chip in you absolutely not how you know i i don't think i would put anything in my body that would put a chip in me So I gladly took the vaccine. And now that the CDC came out and said, I can get a booster, I'm going to run and get my booster.
2: Will I turn into a vampire zombie or (laughs) Or the walking (laughs) dead in two to three
5: years? No, you will not. Not for the vaccine, at
3: least. No, these are real myths. Real stuff. No, I
5: understand that. I understand that. I mean, I see women every day. I'm an OBGYN. So I talk to every person I see in the office, no matter what age, pregnant or not. I'll ask them if they've been vaccinated. And if people haven't, we'll have this discussion. So so I've I've heard, I've really heard everything. I haven't heard heard the vampire one, but. (laughs) Okay, can you explain to the people that
3: they don't inject you with COVID with the vaccine? Because I heard this woman, she was like, I'm not getting around nobody with the vaccine because they got COVID in them. And I'm like, lady, they don't, it doesn't, the vaccine does not have a covid sample in it they think they think of it like an allergy
2: shot where they put a little bit of what you're allergic to into you so it's not like that
5: right no and i think people don't realize this vaccine this technology is better than any of the vaccines we got when we were growing up because some of those actually gave us virus Right To help our immune system. This doesn't. What this does, and it only lasts for a very short time, because remember, it needs to be refrigerated, some crazy negative something, something, something. Mm-hmm. So it can't last in our body very long. And what mm-hmm. happens is it just really gives our body the information to know how, what proteins to, to develop so it knows how to fight the virus when it is exposed to it, or to develop that, those antibodies to fight the virus, but it doesn't have any virus in it, not well, at all. God,
3: why are some people that are vaccinated still getting the COVID even though they are vaccinated?
5: That is a great question. So vaccines are never 100%, and we know that. This is actually a very good vaccine for what it's really intended to do, and that is to keep you out of the hospital and keep you alive. So prevent you from dying. And that's what our community is doing the most, um, getting, va- <laughs> getting to the hospital and dying. So that's really yeah. important for us. The vaccine, if you remember last year, it was not this variant, right? This is this new Delta variant. Yes. Yes. We had the Alpha, the original variant, is really what the vaccines were developed against. And so that's why the vaccines were really great at preventing people transmitting or getting the virus from somebody else. But viruses, when they mutate, they become smarter and they become better at infecting people. And that's what the Delta variant did. So it's a little, you can get it easier. So that's why this variant is a little bit better. At Even if you have the vaccine, you might get the virus. However, you're not going to go in the hospital and you're not going to die. You may get something like a cold, you'll be home, but you won't do those things. So those are the important things it protects against.
3: The booster shot, should we use it? Or what currently is the CDC advising?
5: So what they're advising is the booster shot for people whose immune system may not be as robust or as good. And so that's gonna be 65 years and older. 50 years and older who have an underlying condition that could be like diabetes, high blood pressure, things that are very common in our community. Those are the people that really should absolutely get the the vaccine, the the booster. And the booster is essentially just a a third shot. It's the same dose. It's just a third shot. People that they're saying can get it. If they have uh, risk factors, are people 18 and over with an underlying disorder. So those people may want to discuss with their physician or their healthcare provider whether they think they need to get it. And also people 18 and over that are at high risk. So those frontline workers, teachers, hospital workers, people who work in nursing homes, um, people that may be more at risk of actually contracting COVID or getting exposed to COVID because of the jobs that they have.
3: Now, what else can we do to protect
5: ourselves from COVID, along with the vaccine? Right, vaccine is number one. Number two is wearing your mask, especially if you're with people that you are unfamiliar with, in crowded settings, indoors. Um, I'm always wearing my mask, so that that's really you know that mask wearing, um, hand washing social distancing from people you don't know, Um, all those mitigation strategies that we used when we didn't have the vaccine are still really important. But really, number one is is getting that vaccine. And if you qualify, getting the booster.
2: I want to ask about fertility and pregnancy, because, you know, when you're pregnant, you ain't supposed to do nothing. You don't take your antidepressants. You don't drink, you don't eat sushi or tuna. But we are seeing so many pregnant women catching COVID and some of them are dying or their babies are dying. So are they supposed to get vaccinated?
5: I'm going to answer that, but I'm just going to go back to what you said about not taking your antidepressant. You actually can. Okay. there are antidepressants you can take uh, for your mental health, because if you're not healthy mentally, you're not going to have a good, healthy pregnancy and baby. So. That's, that's just stuff people should talk to their doctors about, which right. ones are safe. However, as far as vaccination, absolutely, all the medical professional organizations that take care of pregnant women, College of OBGYNs, the high-risk doctors recommend getting vaccinated. And why we're seeing women, uh, who are pregnant sicker now is because the Delta variant is, is more aggressive. And pregnant women are more at risk for severe disease. So they're more at risk for needing the hospital, going to the ICU, needing a ventilator to breathe. And unfortunately, they're more at risk for death. So we are absolutely um, advocating for our pregnant women to get vaccinated as well.
2: Are you seeing a rise in the uh, COVID cases with pregnant women or deaths with pregnant women who are unvaccinated?
5: I haven't personally, but yes, that's been the trend across the country. I think, especially in New York, people are being very careful and vaccinated, and so um, we're seeing it a little less here. But the trend overall in the country, especially in places where we know vaccine uptake and mask wearing is not very good, they are definitely seeing a significant rise for children and for pregnant women.
2: And I hate to even bring this up, but because everybody's talking about it and probably will be talking about it forever, Nicki Minaj's <laughs> cousin's friend and his swollen <laughs> testicles <laughs> it's impotence.
5: I, I mean, you're a doctor. You've heard it all. Right. And OBGYN, hear, really hear it all. envy it all. Yeah, I don't... I. I do not believe that that had anything to do with the vaccine. That person may have some other issues I won't discuss, but definitely not the vaccine. We have not seen any issues with fertility for men or women. Um, We have plenty of data now because we have people who were vaccinated and who um, became pregnant afterwards, no issues. We know that even women who took the vaccine early in pregnancy, so less than 20 weeks of pregnancy, no increased risk of miscarriage, so we're we're really continuing to mass a lot of good safety data, um, and we 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 see that it's it's safe for early pregnancy, it's safe for people wanting to become pregnant, um, and has no bearing on fertility. Fortunately,
2: any medical advice for Nicki Minaj's cousin's friend
5: with this? <laughs> <laughs> go see a doctor because has uh, got an <laughs> STD. Go see a doctor. <laughs> Yeah, some God. antibiotic is probably going to be prescribed, but I think just seeing a doctor. No, I yeah, I don't. <laughs> thank you so
3: much. Thank you. We appreciate you. Wasted enough of your time.
5: <laughs> all right, thank y'all. Thank you for for making sure that people stay safe. We really appreciate it. And we appreciate
3: you.
2: Dr. Villanueva is an OBGYN at NYU and president of the National Medical Association. Don't forget, Cafe Mocha's headed to Dubai, and we want to take you with us. Go to cafemocharadio.com. Click on the banner with Lonnie Love inviting you to the Afro Zones Dubai Sound Off. That's where you get registered to win. Up next, Michelle Williams of Destiny's Child talks about mental health on KBLA Talk 1580.
1: Loving our brothers... Men with strength,
2: wisdom, assertive, and genuine. Kyle talks about mental health.
1: Loving our brothers. Men with strength, wisdom, assertive, and genuine in their spirit. It's the Cafe Mocha Swag. Hosted by Rashawn McDonald. Hi, I am Rashawn McDonald, host of moneymakingconversation.com. The Cafe Mocha Swag Award is a celebration of black men who are making a difference in our community by empowering others to reach their life's goals. From civic leaders, businessmen, activists, celebrities, and everyday dads, the Cafe Mocha Swag Award winner this week is Dr. Ian Smith. Dr. Ian Smith states, people have to realize that dieting is not a sprint, it's a marathon. If you celebrate the small victories, you will eventually win the war. With the current climate of uncertainty that we're all facing during these pandemic times, Dr. Smith is now the solo host of The Doctors for its 13th season, and he's going to fill you with information that is going to change your life.
4: I work with the hope that
1: even if one person can find a benefit or feel like what I've written and created has changed their life. If, if it can impact even just one life, it makes me feel like all the time and the effort and the dedication was well worth it. The Cafe Mocha Swag Award represents men who have strength, whose wisdom is assertive, and who is genuine in their spirit. We're at Cafe Mocha Radio.
2: Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. This is Cafe Mocha, radio from a woman's perspective. I'm Angelique, along with Lonnie Love. And yo, yo, we just talked about physical health and the importance of the vaccine. Now let's get into mental health. Lonnie, please do the introductions.
3: Oh, my goodness. She really doesn't need any introduction. Not really. She's a Grammy Award winning singer and author. She has a new book out called Checking In, How Getting Real About Depression Saved My Life and Can Save Yours. It's Michelle Williams. Hi, Michelle.
0: Hello, everybody. How are y'all doing?
3: You know what? We are fine. And I love the title of your book. Um, discuss why you wanted to make a book like this.
0: Well, you know, it was simply a way for me to give people language to what they are going through, language for maybe what they had been through. And now they're like, oh, that's what it was. Or language for a loved one. You know, I've had people um, send me messages saying, you know what, I've never dealt with depression, but I have a loved one that has, and it's helped me respond better to them.
2: What about the stigma? Because you know how our community is, we just say, "Oh, that's just Auntie." You know how she mm-hmm. is. We don't want to call
0: it mental illness. We don't mm-hmm. with it. What about that part? Absolutely, you're so right. I I can just think of, you know, like you said, you go to a family reunion and somebody's like, "Don't you mess with Uncle so and so?" You know, because he's crazy. But it's uh-huh. like. No, he probably had a, a mental um, health issue or a disorder or illness, whatever um, people like to label it, that went undiagnosed. Right. Mm-hmm. So you don't know how to treat people. You don't know how to respond. To people, you make fun of them, you bully them, not knowing that. No, there really is something <laughs> going on. And what we're finding is a lot of the root of it is actually unprocessed or unhealed trauma. And if you've been hurt enough, betrayed enough, trauma just isn't a gunshot wound to the head. Trauma just isn't a dog bite or wound. Trauma is any overwhelming experience. It could be somebody walked out on you, the love of your life. That's trauma. Because sometimes when you think of trauma, you just think of blood and gory stuff. Trauma is also emotional. It's something that it's just an overwhelming experience that a lot of people haven't healed from or processed. Or we had uncle so-and-so that went off to the war, Vietnam. Nobody knew how to respond to what these men and women were coming back home to. Give them some medication. But then what, what are you doing? You're medicating their trauma instead of helping them process and heal from it.
3: It's Cafe Mocha on the line, Michelle Williams. We love her, Grammy award-winning singer, and now author of a new book, Checking In, How Getting Real About Depression Saved My Life and Can Save Yours. The title alone, let's talk about how getting Mm. real saved your life. How did it?
0: You know, Lonnie, it's just, either you're gonna keep the mask on, all your life and I was wondering you know you guys the industry that we work in you walk to these red carpet events and all these parties and everybody's hey, girl, hey, hey. <laughs> and it's like Fake. people are it, right people are tormented people are hurting so it's like I was afraid to get real about it because will people not want to work with me will you be seen as a liability well maybe she's not emotionally strong enough it's like no 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 I am, not I, I needed a year away, which I took, but I'm all right, you know? Um. So we have to get real about it because it helps free other people. You ever notice when somebody, when you're sitting down with somebody and they start opening up about something they, that they've gone through and they become a safe person. It's like they're, it's like they let their walls down. And before you know it, your walls come down and somebody can say, well, you know what, I've been through the same thing too. Or my, a friend of mine or my cousin goes through the same thing. I don't go through it, but what should I do? So just so getting real helps to free people.
3: And you know what the thing is? Someone like you, Michelle, who has traveled all over the world, you're a global person. With you saying it, that's going to make somebody go, well, if Michelle Williams is having issues and she got over it, I can too. But it took mm-hmm. you having the courage to do something and to write something like this to say, okay, I'm Mm. going to give you something. You know, how does that feel to be able to, like, you know what, that's why I'm doing it. Is that the reason why you're doing it? to help? You know
0: what? To help people, like I said, to give language. Um, I remember I didn't get diagnosed with depression until I was in my thirties, but we traced it all the way back to the seventh grade. Wow. And so I remember first talking about it in 2013. I was promoting the musical Fela. And I just remember talking and somehow the interview felt so safe, like the one I'm doing now. Right. Mm -hmm. And I forgot what we were talking about. And I was like, you know what? You know, I've been dealing with depression. I actually, you know, got a diagnosis and that happened in 2013 and it went everywhere. And I was like, Lord, what did I just do? I didn't know he was going. I didn't know it was even going to make the interview because some, you know, you could talk to a journalist for an hour. Your five minutes and, worth
2: of stuff in there. Come
0: on, somebody. <laughs> you understand. So that's what I thought. I didn't think anything of it. But I noticed the difference between 2013 and now in 2021. Mm-hmm. I really feel like the awareness is at an all time high. And I do sense the stigma kind of lessening a little bit
3: exactly because now you see it you know even like with our gymnast you know Simone Ah. Miles protecting her mental health yes Um, Naomi Osaka talking about her her mental health so I I, you know I have to applaud celebrities that actually say hey you know protect our peace I always say protect your peace you know because I think it's important
0: what's that saying if it costs you your peace it's too
3: expensive definitely
0: we're not inclusive with mental health as we are with obstetrics and gynecology or cardiovascular health. We put mental health over there somewhere. Yeah. But if someone says, I got a diagnosis of lupus, oh, I'm so sorry. Oh, what can I do to help?
2: Cafe Mocha on KBLA Talk 1580. On the line is Michelle Williams of Destiny's Child. Her book is called Checking In, How Getting Real About Depression Saved My Life and Can Save Yours. So we're we're becoming 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 more open to seeing the people that we know, love, respect, function with some of their mental health issues. But how do we get to the place where we stop trying to be strong Mm. black women? And when Mm. we stop trying to be, you know, brothers, yeah, I got this. I'm straight. I'm straight. How do we get to the place where we go? Yeah, I've been having some problems and then actually go get help. Because yeah. there's, a big, there's a big difference in acknowledging some things and then actually taking that step to get what you need. Because that's Ooh. a scary thing.
0: Listen, the three pillars of checking in, checking in with yourself, checking in with others, and checking in with God, right? And I wasn't doing that consistently or with intention. But since 2018, checking into that treatment facility, I was like, girl, you got to, first of all, go back to what you know. See, what happens is you get going good and you do a little patty cake prayer. You mm-hmm. read a little scripture. Okay, thank you, Jesus. And you just go on about your business. Checking in with yourself part. If you can check in with yourself, I do it a minimum of three times a day. When I wake up in the morning, uh-huh. I affirm life is going to happen. but I'm going to have a great day no matter what happens. Then checking in with others to say, hey, how you doing? I never thought I'd be FaceTiming to check in with others, checking in with God. That third pillar is just an honest conversation with God. It can look like, God, I'm overwhelmed. I need your guidance. It can be, God, I'm grateful. The day is running so smooth. Thank you. So if we can do that, strong Black woman, go to therapy for Black girls or Black female therapists and find someone to help you process pain and trauma. It doesn't make you weak. Bebe, prayer is a weapon. (laughs) Therapy is strategy. I know I'm to bring impact and bring healing, not just through music, but from the words of this book and the words from my experience as it relates to my mental health journey. Here's your dose of espresso strong hot
1: news
0: now
2: this is the espresso i'm angelique beyonce's dad matthew knowles has been cancer free for two years just exactly what does breast cancer look like in men he told his story
0: i had this discharge and a blood and i knew
3: just from working previously in a medical field that something was wrong went to my doctor got a mammogram had a biopsy and then had
0: surgery
6: immediately
2: Ladies, we gotta get our mammograms, but breast cancer is not just a woman's disease. Dave Chappelle addressed the drama with the LGBTQ community and his Netflix special.
3: It's been said in the press that I was invited to speak to the transgender employees at Netflix and I refuse. That is not true. If they had invited me, I would have accepted it.
2: And do you remember that Twitter thread about the black waitress who meets a white stripper and gets caught up in some craziness that almost got both of them killed? Well, it's now a movie called Zola.
0: Hey, last month I went dancing at this cute spot in Florida where my roommate's girl made like five G's a night.
1: Because of my We just met yesterday and you're already trying to take trips together?
2: Zola streaming now on Showtime. That's the Espresso.
6: It's Cafe Mocha.
1: It's Lonnie Love, Yo-Yo and Angelique. Welcome to Cafe Mocha. Thank you so much
6: for having me. I'm so excited to speak with all of you. It's Erica
2: Sutherland, Congressional Black Caucus Foundation. So you guys just met. What was, I hope voting was in there somewhere. What did you guys talk
6: about? We just finished our 50th Annual Legislative Conference and there were more than 80 policy sessions led by members of the Congressional Black Caucus. And of course, you're right voting rights was uh, one of the issues at the top of the list and talking about all of the steps that every citizen can take to make sure that everybody has that fundamental right.
3: Now, the CBCF has some great events coming up in October and November. Talk to us about the scholarship event and the Racial Equality Summit. Sure.
6: We're excited to be back in person for our first time in almost those two years. So yeah um that's our first adventure out of the virtual world so on october 25th we will have our uh representatives stephanie Tubbs jones and mervyn jones uh honorary scholarship classic golf tournament it's named in honor of former representative the late uh stephanie Tubbs jones and it's a golf tournament that benefits our scholarship program and our leadership institute other programs including a paid internship and fellowship program. And uh, where's the golf tournament? It will be held in Upper Marlboro, Maryland at the Lake Presidential Golf Club.
2: My question goes back to voting and the fact Mm -hmm. that state by state and all these laws, not to say that there aren't new laws that expand voting rights, but there's a lot of states out there doing some dirty stuff. And next time we Mm -hmm. go to the polls, it's going to be an issue. Um, What are you guys doing about that? I mean,
6: because it doesn't seem like legislation is getting passed. Yeah, passing legislation these days, especially on a federal level, does seem to be very challenging, to put it lightly. There are several bills um, on deck that the CDC has authored or is in support of. But also what the general person can do is really find out what's going on in your home state, in your hometown. Who are these decision makers? Because, Mm -hmm. as you mentioned, these laws that have come up along the way to restrict people's fundamental rights are state-based so you can speak to your state representatives you can get involved on your state or local level and help push the needle while the federal elected representatives are also doing work from their end it really takes a concerted effort and then of course those who are able to vote who are engaged in the process keep doing that keep taking Mm -hmm. people to the polls keep getting registered don't forget about those first steps as well keep doing that yeah
2: Dr. Erica Sutherland from the Congressional Black Caucus Foundation. Thank you so much for joining us. We appreciate it.
6: And thank you for all that you you do, doctor. We appreciate it. Thank you so much. And everyone visit cbcfinc.org and find out more about our events and activities.
2: Thanks, guys. That's it. That's the show for this weekend. Want to go to Dubai with us? We're giving away two trips. Get registered to win at cafemocharadio.com. Until next weekend, you can find us on all platforms at Café Mocha Radio. Café Mocha is a production of Miles Ahead Broadcasting. In partnership with Compass Media, executive producer Sheila Eldridge. For comments, booking, or more information, visit CaféMochaRadio.com.